नमस्कोमी भक्तियाचार्यधरायण सूत्रभाष्यदे भगवंदन शुद्धमूर्त निर्मला प्रशाता दक्षिणामूर्त नम सच्चिदनंदय विश्वत्पत्तव तापत्रय विनाशा कृष्णाचालंगयते गिपातम वंदे परमानंदमाधव ुजश्यामकोमंगं सीतासमितो महासायकचारुजाप नमाम रघुवंशनाथ सन्यासस्तु महाबाहो सन्यासस्तु महाबाहो विजितात्मा जितेन्द्रिय सर्वूतात्मूतात्मापिप्यते धाय कर्माणि 
संगम देखवा करोती या लिप्यते न सपापे न ಮಪತ್ರಮಿವಾಂಬಸೇನಮನಸಾಬುಧ್ಯಾಕರ್ಮಗುರುವಂದೇ ಚಾಂದಿಮಾಪ್ನೋತಿ ನೈಷ್ಟಿಕೇ So, so far, Bhagavan, in this 15th, 15th chapter, gave two styles of life, <coughs> two nishtas. One is Nivrutti Marga, another is Pravrutti Marga. Pravrutti Marga is Karma Yoga. ನಿವೃತ್ತಿ ಮಾರ್ಗ ಈಸ್ ಕರ್ಮ ಸನ್ಯಾಸ ಯೋಗ ಒನ್ ಈಸ್ ಗೃಹಸ್ಥ ಲೈಫ್ ಅನದರ್ ಈಸ್ ಸನ್ಯಾಸಿಸ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಸೊ ಇನ್ ದಿ ನಿಷ್ಠಾ ಸ್ಟೈಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಒನ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಚೂಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಐ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಎ ಕರ್ಮಯೋಗಿ ಆರ್ ಐ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಎ ಸನ್ಯಾಸಿ this one can choose but when it comes to sadhana that is karma yoga and jnana yoga this there is no choice whether you are a grihastha or you are a sanyasi both of them have to go through these two sadhanas <laughs> a karma yogi or a grihastha has to go through karma yoga and then when he gains the purity required purity he can enter into jnana yoga <laughs> same way as a nyasi if he takes nyasa as a sadhana sanyasa a preparatory sanyasa he also have to do karma yoga but that karma yoga changes maybe the method changes a grihastha may be when he is performing the rituals he has to do rituals but as a nyasi he need not to ritual but then he has to do upasana <laughs> and the type of upasana is also different <laughs> see there are ahankara upasana hangraha upasana and adip pranava upasana then mahavakya upasana bhashya parayanam upanishad vakya chintanam these are all the sanyasi upasana whereas grihastha upasanas are totally different parayanam is also different vishuddha asana malikadasa asana or 
संध्या वंदनम और एनी रिचुअल्स दैट इज और पूजनम वर्शिप एक्सेट्रा दिस आर ऑल रस्तास उपासना उपासना वाइज और द रिचुअल्स वाइज देयर मे बी डिफरेंस बट बोथ ऑफ देम हैव टू परफॉर्म साधना so the means for attaining moksha those means there is not much of a difference each one has to do it but you can choose the nishta that is either you can choose the style of grahasthashrama or you can choose to be a sanyasi sadaka sanyasi <coughs> All sannyasis are not even mukta purushas. Okay. Now, having said this, the there are two levels of eye. One eye is the body, mind, intellect, karya, karana, sankhata. so a consciousness reflected in the mind that consciousness reflected pratibimba consciousness chitabhasa it is said chitabhasa chaitanya is called ego identifying with functioning at the level of body mind intellect and senses now this is called lower eye this is called ahankara and this ahankara has got punya papa and surga naraga birth death all these are all applicable sanchita karma prarabdha karma agamika karma all these are applicable to this jiva or ahankara but there is yet there is another aham within us that is higher i that higher i is that's pure consciousness untouched by the body mind intellect aggregate completely free from the mind intellect complex it remains free from all karyakarana sankhataha and it is at the same time all pervasive everywhere and in whether the body exist or body is present or not present consciousness is always there it has no birth or it has no death or it survives the body but at the same time consciousness cannot express by itself without the medium of expression and that medium of expression is the mind and the intellect and the physical body but even though the body mind intellect disappear but still consciousness remains and that nirvikara the all pervasive consciousness is one's own real nature <laughs> now this is what the discussion here in the fifth chapter 
Now, if this is understood, now let us enter the thirteenth verse. Sarva karmani manasa. Sanyasyaste sukhambashi. Navadvare pure dehi. Sarvakarmani Manasa Sanyasya Aste Sukham Vashi Vashi here means self-controlled. So this is from the standpoint of the higher self. Lower self Ahankara It is difficult for him <coughs> to completely renounce. So, renunciation, manasa, sannyasya, it is a sarva karmani. Means what? The one who has recognized in him the higher self. Unless you discover there is a higher self and that is my real nature. Renunciation of karmas become difficult. You try it. <laughs> One day you give up, second day you pick up. <laughs> and even after giving up also there will be a slight regret. <laughs> I wish I would have done it. <laughs> it would have been better because there is a restlessness is there. Because mind get agitated, worried, anxious. Why? Because the ego wants to achieve something, make a difference in this world. <clears throat> I want to do something, I want to achieve something, I want to gain something. For what? For my own security, my children's security, or my posterity, or if all securities are done, still the very fact that I want more and more. This itself will make him continue to work. <laughs> so, this uh, Sarva Karmani Manasa, this Sanyasya, here it is, mentally renouncing. <laughs> Manasa Sanyasya. Mental renunciation is what is told here. Physically, one cannot renounce. In the sense, even if you say physically I am renouncing, it's not possible. All actions are mostly the, the what do you call that? <coughs> Every thought, the thought is that four levels of development is there. Para, Pashyanti, Madhyama, Vaikari. These are the four levels. So para means the thought that is unmanifest is with the Lord, Paramatma, right now. Because after half an hour, what are you going to think? You don't know. But you can say, you will not think. Of course I will think. But that thought that is going to come after one hour or half an hour, where was it? In Paramatma. <clears throat> then suddenly a thought comes. From nowhere a thought rises in the mind. 
This is called Pashyanti. I see it. I observe a thought has risen in my mind. Then that is no problem. Then what happens is we catch that thought. <laughs> ah, this is a good idea. This is wonderful. So once once you start identifying with the thought and developing on it, that is called Madhyama. You give validity to the thought, <laughs> reality to the thought. That is Madhyama. And when it comes to that stage, you have to express it. That expression level is called Vaikari. So, these are the same thing with action also. Same thing. What if because that unless there is the thought preceding the action, there cannot be any action. First you think. That's why it's so Kamayata Bhakusyam Prajayeti Satapo Tapyata Satapastapva Bhagavan. Before creation, he visualized. <laughs> so, so kamayata. Before the desire rises in the mind, there is always a thought rises in you. <laughs> and that thought, you will identify the thought. And then that thought, you start visualizing and imagining. And once along with the thought, the mind also paints a very beautiful picture. <laughs> it magnifies. It magnifies and shows you, ah, if I get it, that joy, this joy, etc. It paints a very beautiful flowery picture. And then you get, you want to do it. So this is all the process. So the source of all desire is our all desire and desire means karma. All karma is our mind. Therefore, this renunciation has to happen at the level of mind. Not at the physical body, if you give up activity, that is not going to help because that picture Bhagavan gave in second chapter also, there was a person who withdraw everything and sit but thinking about that. <laughs> he is a mithyacharasavichyade, he is a hypocrite, he said. So, there, there are two pictures Bhagavan gave there. One person who is completely withdrawn physically, but mentally thinking, reveling in the joy, that is a vityajara. Whereas a person who has mentally not thinking about it, even though he is engaged in activity, he is the right person, he said that, he is a karma yogi. He said, so two pictures were given there in the second chapter. But here Bhagavan says, Sarva Karmani Manasa. Sanyasya <coughs> Parityajya Nityam Naimitikam Kamyam Prasiddham Chatani Sarvani Karmani Manasa Viveka Bhatya Karmado Akarma Darshanena Karmanya Karmaya Pashyet So this we saw in fourth chapter. Karma, what is karma? So what do you call the <coughs> What is karma? What is akarma? What is nishiddham karma? <clears throat> what karma one should not do? All these things we should know. Then finally said karmani akarma yaha pashyet. So that verse, 18th verse, I think 14th, 4th chapter. So there there was a discussion about karmani akarmaha yaha pashyet. Sabadhiman manushyeshu sakrasna karma krita. 
he is the one who does everything. <laughs> so what is that? A person, even though he is engaged in his activities, but he understands that he being the Paramatma, that Supreme Self, he does nothing. <laughs> that understanding he is the one that makes you manasa sanyasya sukham vashi. The one who remains happily sitting, sukham. Anandama Quite Very happily sitting. But they, right now we are all asukham vashi. Isn't it? Even though we try to control, but then there is no sukham, there is no anandam there. We struggle. There is Sukham Vashi. Navatware Pure Dehi Naiva Kurvanna Karena. Now Puri means a city. Kanpur, Jaipur, all this, this Puri, Puri means city. And the city, our physical body is called a city. And in this city there are gates. Because transaction has to be taken place unless there are gates to go out and come, you cannot do transaction with the outer world. So therefore, in this city called our physical body, it has got nine gates. Seven of them on the face, two of them down. These are one, two down is all excretion, etc., outlets. But all other seven, the mouth or the face is inlets. <laughs> so seven of them are inlets and two of them are outlets. So in Kathopanishad there are eleven. The Ekadeshadwara, Puram Ekadeshadwara, it is said. There are eleven gates are there. So at that time we have to count differently. So nine plus two. Two is, one is navel, another one is Sahasrara, so here. So that is also counted as another opening. <laughs> Children, before one year, you touch their head, there will be softness. That is Brahmanandra. <laughs> Yogis, through their meditation and pranayama practice also, they make their head like the children's head soft. So they can break open the Brahmarantra and go to Brahmaloka. <coughs> so Navatware Puridehi Naiva Kurvana Nakarena. So this Paramatma residing in this city called physical body, he does nothing. Naiva Kurvana Nakarena. So sometimes he may not do anything, but he will make <laughs> Somebody to do it, isn't it? <laughs> that Nakaren is not instrumented for making others do also. This is from the self, from the higher self standpoint, okay? So the one who realizes his self is that higher self, he also will have the same experience. <laughs> he becomes a Sakshi. So this is called Sakshi Bhavaha. <laughs> So, Sakshi Bhavaha is very important because if once you know that everything that is happening in our mind, mind means all the thoughts that are rising and remaining or entertaining, upcoming and praying about for some time, after then afterwards 
disappear. All these are being witnessed by my higher self, that is Paramatma. If this thought is there, then our whole lifestyle will change. <laughs> Every thought that rises in our mind is being watched by somebody. <laughs> See, right now we think that because of our ignorance, we forget this fact. <laughs> Nobody is watching, so I can think whatever I want. And there is no harm. Thinking what is the harm? No harm. I am not doing hurting anybody. No. But Bhagavan is watching. And that also he is watching 24 hours. It's not like, you know, <laughs> certain time he is on duty, then afterwards he is off duty, nothing like that. He is always there. <laughs> That's why in Bhagavadam, there is Ajamila story is there. And Ajamila did lot of atrocities. And then Yamadudas came to take his uh, soul. That time, he, like his son, his son's name was Narayana, he just called his son's name. And all Narayana Dudas came, and there was a conversation between Yamadudas and Narayana Dudas, Vishnu Dudas. It's a very interesting conversation. So they reported, Yamadudas reported that this person lying down here, you see, he has done so many sins. That, <coughs> who is the witness? Vishnu Dhuta is asking. So, witness is Bhagavan himself. <laughs> One thing is Bhagavan himself. Then they say, it is Vayu Devata is the witness, Suri Devata is the witness, and then the, the what do you call the Dik Palakas, they are the witness, all these things he said there. You say the Vayu Devata is the witness, of course he is 24 hours with you because he is breathing all the time. He is a witness. You can't hide from him. <laughs> If you hide from him, you can't breathe. That's all it is. That is dead. So, as long as you are breathing, he is watching you. <laughs> so, then they said, Paramatma himself, consciousness itself is watching everything that is going on. If this awareness is there, we will not dare think anything bad. <laughs> because Bhagavan is making an account of that. Oh, you are thinking like that. Okay, Tadastu. <laughs> Maybe you be like that. <laughs> So this from the higher self standpoint. Then continuing. Nakartrutum nakarmani. Nakarnapalasam yogam. Sabhavastu pravartade. Now, Lokasya Srijati Prabhu Nakartrutam Nakarmani. For creating this world, the Kartrutva, the creatorship, cannot be attributed to the Lord. So he said, Nakartrutam Nakarmani. Lokasya Srijati Prabhu. See, the Kartrutva Bhavara is always on the level of ego. Ahankara. But when you rise above the Ahankara, see that's why suppose you stand in front of a coconut tree. The coconut tree looks so big. But then you go up a mountain and from there you look at the coconut tree. It is very small, isn't it? Or if you fly, let us say you take off in the aeroplane, then what happens? 
All human beings are looking like ants, isn't it? So the higher you go, the lower become insignificant. The idea is also same when we identify with the higher, that is Brahman, infinite, then what happened? The finite ego become in very insignificant. <laughs> so that's the idea here. So, na kartrattam na karmani lokasisrijati prabhu. So, this creation that has taken place in this world, you cannot attribute the kartrattam to Bhagavan. Why? Bhagavan has no desire. Lord doesn't have a desire to create. Then how the creation has come? Creation is there in front of you because subhavastu pravartate. All these are subhava. Subhava means vasanas that are inherent in maya. Their pressure of vasanas is the one that created the world, not Bhagavan. Bhagavan only blesses. In his presence, Maya creates this world. <coughs> so, kartrutvam, bhoktrutvam, enjoyership, etc. is given to Maya. Sobhava here means Maya. Sobhavastu pravartate. <coughs> na kartrutvam, na karmani. From the standpoint of Bhagavan, if you look at it, there is no creation. <coughs> but from our standpoint, if you look at it, there is creation. It is something like you... You elevate yourself to the level of sun. And sun is enjoying, because sun's nature is to illumine the world, isn't it? Now from the sun standpoint, if you look at it, is there any clouds? He will ask, what cloud? <laughs> he doesn't even know there is a cloud existing. Is it? Lightning, thunder, clouds. Rain, bad weather, good weather, snowing, this is what he calls snowstorms. All these things are not why he is far, far away. It doesn't affect him at all. The same way, from our ego standpoint, if you look at it, there is always all ups and downs are there. Creation is there, destruction is there, maintenance is there. But when you lift ourselves to the level of Brahman, there is no creation, no coming or going. <laughs> Nothing of that sort. <clears throat> so, nakartruttam nakarmani logasis jati prabhu nakarnabalasam yogam subhavastu pravartate. Note think that this state of that higher consciousness is something that is a theory that is talked about. It is not. It is your real nature. <laughs> That is our real nature. All other nature is temporary, <laughs> which are unreal. So, electricity does not make the fan move, isn't it? <laughs> electricity is not sitting there and making the fan move. And neither the electricity get panting. No, it's not panting because it is rotating so fast doesn't get that, <laughs> uh, what do you call, panting experience also. What electricity in its own glory remain as it is. The motor that is there, that is the one that is running. 
The subhav of the motor is what? To run. <laughs> Once it is on, it runs. That is the subhava. So subhavastu pravartate. And why a person is angry? Subhavaha. Why a person is calm and peaceful, quiet? Subhava. One is short-tempered, uska subhava is here. Then Lakshmana used to always get uh, angry with Bhagavan Ramachandra Ji. How come you are like this? You don't get affected by anything. <laughs> what is this? So, so Ramachandra Ji used to say, that is my nature. Then why I am getting agitated? That is your nature. <laughs> that is the only simple answer. <laughs> if this is understood, so much problem at home also we can resolve. Why? <laughs> Clouded, avardam, 
it has been shrouded knowledge is shrouded in ignorance therefore we are get deluded we think that i am the doer i am the enjoyer and i am the one who is making everything happening and without me nothing will happen if i leave what will happen to my family to my children don't worry they will be better off actually <laughs> so but this is what we think i am not there what will happen so in organization also if i am not there what will i somebody else will be there so nothing to worry there is nobody is irreplaceable because how many people have come in this world how many mighty giants have come to this world they all departed what happened to the world the world goes on <laughs> so as long as you there you enjoy your life that is it but don't say that without me the things will not run that is a mitajnana ignorance that is a sheer ignorance so <clears throat> therefore bhagavan continuing jnane natuta tatjnanam प्रकाशयति तदज्ञानम् ज्ञानेज not known therefore they are deluded illusion is expressed in the form of i want this i want to get this i want to enjoy it if i don't get it i suffer this kind of an expression is called moha delusion <laughs> and whereas jnanena tu tadajnanam esham nashitam atmanah now what is that atmatyanena so ignorance can go only with knowledge this is where the discussion and debates all there in all these schools of thoughts vedanta stands on this particular ground <clears throat> if the problem is ignorance if the problem is darkness the darkness can go only by bringing the opposite called light anything else you do for removing the darkness let us sweep the darkness here <laughs> two three buckets full of darkness you throw away nothing will happen <laughs> whatever you do <clears throat> let us sit down and meditate darkness will go nothing <laughs> so only darkness can go only by bringing the opposite that is light the same way ignorance can go only through bringing the opposite called jnanam knowledge so 
knowledge of ignorance of myself is a cause for samsara. So therefore the solution is knowledge of my real nature. That alone will give you nashitam dhyanendu dhatnyanam esha nashitam atmanaha tesha adityavatnyanam prakasheti tatparam like the sun illumines. So once that ignorance is removed, then there shines what? Paramatma. So somebody, if you read this sometime, a doubt comes to you. So this Ajnanam is so powerful that even Bhagavan it is covering. <laughs> ignorance is so powerful, isn't it? So right now it is covered. <coughs> Even though Bhagavan, that Paramatma is shining like a sun, it is there, but we are not able to enjoy the sunshine because of what? The ignorance, the cloud of ignorance is covering. Okay, now the question is, in uh, one of the books that is given, <coughs> See, if sunlight is there, in front of the sunlight, even a candlelight. So what happened? Candlelight has no meaning. Even the candlelight is there, but it doesn't have any shyness or brilliance. The same way with Bhagavan, that ignorance is removed. Right now, ignorance is there, even though sunshine, that Paramatma is shining like a sun, but it is not available to you. It is something like the cloud is there, the, it is covering the sun. The sun is thousand miles away, it can, the, a patch of cloud cannot cover the sun. Even fear size-wise, if you look at it, sun is much, much bigger than the cloud. But that one patch of cloud seems to be covering the sun. Why? Because we are the other side of the sun. <coughs> this side of the cloud. And when we are looking from this side and in between the cloud and then the sun, the cloud seems to be covering the sun. The same way from the ego standpoint, when we are look, trying to visualize the Paramatma, it looks as though it is not shining. <coughs> the shining, the brilliance is not experienced because we are still, our platform is still ego. <coughs> so the platform has to be changed. <coughs> so this Nirantara Abhyasa, we have to have that Abhyasa. <coughs> so that is, that is what Bhagavan is going to say next verse. So that Abhyasa has to be there, only then, even after realizing also, even after realizing your higher nature, because sometime when a person listen to the lecture or a person meditate, a certain insight will come to him, some flashes, that flashes comes to him. But that flashes being flashes, it doesn't remain with him. <laughs> Again it will disappear. So, unless you make that, it has become nishta. So, it has to become 
your second nature. <laughs> For that, sadhana is very important. So, Tesham Adityavatta Jnanam Prakashayati Tatparam. So, Jnana Nududat Jnanam. Aham Brahmasmi is the Jnanam. I am that Satchidananda Surubhatma. I am not this physical body, mind, intellect complex. This is to be ingrained into the mind. <coughs> the ego has to realize that I am not this Kairi Karana Sankhadas, physical body, mind, intellect complex, but I am, my real nature is Satchidananda Surubhatma. This understanding has to be dawned, even though the teaching is given, but the mind is not ready to accept. So preparation of mind, that is why it is very important. <coughs> okay, now continuing, how we can achieve that is what Bhagavan is telling here. Tadbuddhayattadatmanaha Tannishtatatparayana Chandya Punaravartyam Jnana Narduta Kalmasham Tad Buddhaya Atma Jnana Tad Atmana So Tad Atmana means his mind is totally absorbed in that so, see, tat buddheha, with the intellect, inquiry, as a result of its inquiry, intellect is totally convinced about it. There is no doubt about it, no trace of doubt. And then once the intellect is convinced, intellect got absorbed in that. <coughs> Intellect get absorbed in that means what? No other thought comes to him. Hmm. It is something like um, young couple got a first child. Tat buddhaya tadatmanaha. How it is? Always talking about the child, isn't it? Yeah. Whatever conversation you start, somehow it will turn into that child only. <laughs> and how many photos they have taken. Nowadays they have this video, they put it permanently. You keep on clicking the picture. Then they will make an album and then give it to you. The Swami goes there, Swamiji see. <laughs> you, you are stuck, you have to see that. But that person, every picture he has got a story to tell. <laughs> then afterwards, grandchild. So grandchild is there, grandchild is like this. My God, they never get tired of talking. You are tired of listening, but they never get tired. So why? Because tat buddhaya tadatmana. Their mind and intellect totally absorbed in the thought of child. 
This identification has to come with Bhagavat. So tad buddhaya tad atma See, I discover my higher nature, but even after knowing, I by my habit identify, identify with the Lord. Because body is there, mind is there, emotions are there. These are all by habit, because samskaras are also there. So because of that, what happened? Even though I know I am Parabrahma, but then what happened? Our we behave like an ordinary fool. <laughs> this is because of our habit. This habit is not broken. So this habit can be broken only through practice of meditation. There is no shortcut there. Whatever you do, it is not going to help. So that topic will come next chapter. chapter is a very important chapter. Because meditation is the only method through which this our habitual thinking, our habit because of our vasanas, we have certain habit that we have consciously or unconsciously picked up in our life. Not in this life, previous lives also. We have picked up so many things without our knowledge. And this personality, that is what makes us our personality. And all of them become an obstacle in the knowledge of truth. That obstacle, unless it is removed, even though you experience, sometimes, like I said, flashes of experience comes to you, but that will not stay. It will, it will immediately go. <clears throat> it is something like, a, you know, you go to a lake, there are the moss covering the lake. If you disturb a little bit, there is a little gap, you can take some clean water. The moment you take your hand out, the moss come and cover. The same way, our mind is also there when we are listening to satsang or listening to a very logical uh, method, all method, method of teaching from a guru, or when you are sitting in meditation, or some other, some reason, suddenly a flash comes to you, but that will not stay with you. So that is why tan nishta. So that nishta, it is, you have to establish in that truth. For that what is necessary, that's why Ramana Maharshi, he had a flash. When he was 14 year old, he had an experience. He didn't know what that experience was, but he wanted to go back again and again in that. He was not able to succeed. Then he left home and then went to Dhruvannamalai and in the, under the, what do you call it, the temple. The, below the temple there was a small room and where they used to throw all the garbage in Arnayarmalya. All the old flowers and things like that they take and throw. There he was sitting and meditated. So there, you know, because the experience is there, he tried to bring back that experience and then he got it, he merged into that. Then again and again, then what happened? They discovered him, then brought him out. Then they said, Bala Yogi and all, you know, newspaper advertisement and all that. He thought, this is not a place. He will. He disappeared from there overnight. Then he went to the Virubhatsha cave, the cave of that um, uh, mountain there. 
and he sat there when nobody was disturbing him. <coughs> so that nishta has to come. So that nishta, unless. So tat parayanaha. So that tat parayanaha, that tat alone is parayanam, highest goal. Ramayana means Rama is the highest goal. Ramayana. It's not a story of Rama, okay? Ramayana. Rama is the highest goal of achievement or perfection. So here is Parayanam. <coughs> Param Supreme, Lord alone is the goal. Parayanam. Supreme abode. Gachandya punaravartyam. So having attained that, there is no coming back. Punaha avartyam na. Navartyam. Jnana nirdhuta kalmasaha. When there is no return. Jnana nirdhuta kalmasaha. Nirdhuta nihataha nashitaha kalmasaha. Pāpādi samsāra kārana doshaha jnāna nirdhūta nikataha nāsitaha kalmasaha All impurities are destroyed in the light of knowledge. Jnānākti patmasāt kuru dhevjuna Fourth chapter also we saw. Jnāna is like a fire. In that fire of knowledge all your impurities get burned. Pāpādi samsāra kārana dhoṣaha eshāmte jñāna nardhūsa kalmaṣaha yatayaha idhyataha. So, this jñāna, jñāna of what? Jñāna of my own nature. That's why Nisargatatta Maharaj was told by his Guru, you are Brahman. That's all he said. And he believed in it. And he meditated upon and he realized it. This um, Panjati Shikara, Vidyarindarishi also says, in one of his chapters, he says, whether you know Brahman or not, you just believe that you are Brahman. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whether you know something about Brahman or not, it doesn't matter. You just meditate upon that Brahman and say, I am Brahmasmi. I am Brahmasmi. You will get there, he says, because that is your nature. It is not a hypnotism, not self-hypnotism, because self-hypnotism is something that you are not, but here it is not so. That is your nature, so you will reach there, attain that. There is no doubt about it. So, So here is convert all activities into a role-play. Right now what happened, we say a sannyasi or a mahatma is the one who uses the body, okay? Like when you are at home, in your house, this is my house, I live here, you say, isn't it? This is my house, I live here. Same way in this body also, do you say I live in this body? <laughs> no. When it comes to body, I am the body, isn't it? Whereas a Mahatma, he considers the body is his house. I am in this body. 
So I am different. The body is only a tenement. <laughs> so this understanding is there. Then what happened? This this attachment to the body, and then whatever that happened to the body affects you. None of these things will be there because you are totally detached from the body because you are attached to Paramatma. <coughs> Number one. Then again, this all actions, activities, Mahatma will convert into a role play. So like Ramchandraji was playing a role of Rama, he knows his real higher nature. It's not that he forgot that he was Mahavishnu. And that, that, that he never forgot. But as a human being, he played the role. So here also, we are all came here with a script in our hand <coughs> to play the role of husband, father, <laughs> son, etc. These are all the role we are playing. <coughs> and a script is also given to you by birth itself. <coughs> there are certain things, that certain role you have to play. And let us play it well. And if you are thinking, you think that you, I am playing a role, then you don't get carried away by the role. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hollywood player, a Bollywood player or actor, if he is playing, a, taking the role of a beggar, then afterwards he starts, and after the role is over also, film also, premiere, everything is over, and still he is begging on the street. <laughs> There's something wrong with him. <laughs> so you should not get carried away by the role. As long as you are playing the role, you are fine. So tatputteha, tadatmana, tannishta, tatparayanaha, ketchandya punaravarti. So having attained that, there is no coming back. Punaha avartim na. It's not coming back to this ignorant world. Jnana-nardhūta-kalmasāha, the one who is completely purified. Nihataha, nāsitaha, kalmasā. Kalmasā means impurities in the form of rāgatvesha. The one who is completely free from this impurities because of this knowledge of truth. Then what will happen to him? Vidya Vinaya Sampanne. Ramane Gavihastini. Sunichaivashapakecha. Pandita Samadarshinaha. Vidya Vinaya Sampanne Brahmane Gavihastini. The sages, what are the qualifications? Vidya Vinaya Sampanna. Vidyavan, wise man, man of knowledge. What is his lakshana? Vinaya. So, Vidya Dadati Vinaya. Vinaya means humility. If knowledge gives you pride, that knowledge is no knowledge. The knowledge should give you humility. So that's why 
all the specialization nowadays they have specialization the more you specialize on a particular subject or a topic you become humble because there are so many things you discover you don't know <laughs> that makes you humble what is specialization you discover more areas of your ignorance that is called knowledge <laughs> we are getting phd also for that <laughs> so this vinayada that is the greatest quality so vidya vinaya sampannaha mahatma the one who is endowed with this knowledge of truth he is humble that such a brahmana kavi hastini he see in brahmana kavi in cow hastini elephant shuni jeva shubhakecha a dog and dog dog eater shubhaka vietnam people eat this shubhaka some of the chinese also eat that's why you can never see a dead dog on the street on the road immediately somebody will pick it up shubhaka so idea here is this person he never makes he does whether he is a brahmana or it is a cow or it is a elephant or it is a dog or a dog eater he never makes the difference he what he see in them is paramatma they don't he doesn't see the outer makeup how does that person look whether he is a brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra this kind of distinction that one makes then his knowledge is doubtful <laughs> so a man of realization what he see when he open his eyes and look at it he see only paramatma <coughs> nothing else whether he is a brahmana or kshatriya or vaishya shudra or he is a cow or animal there is no difference there are so many stories about ravana maharshi also how he looked after his cow <laughs> how fondly he looked after his cow and he the cow died he says gave moksha he says the cow attained moksha <coughs> that is also a jeeva because of the association of mahatma like pranamashi must be there but there's no doubt must have attained moksha but then you say moksha can be gained only through jnana cow has no chance of knowing jnana so it may say that maybe he must have gone to brahma loka there brahma ji will teach him <laughs> certain some the way of knowing truth <laughs> so vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gimigastini shunijayavasya bhageja pandita samadarshina the question is if that is the jivan mukti avastha i don't want because this jivan mukta purusha doesn't recognize whether it is a cow or a elephant or a brahmana what is this this is a idiom in gita always you see <coughs> so but when they are looking at the person he is not looking at that person but he is looking at paramatma 
The same way, when we go to the temple, we are not looking at the alankaram. We are not looking at what dress Bhagavan has worn. And we are not looking at the stone in which it is carved. What are we worshipping? We are worshipping the Lord. That's why Hindus worship everything. <laughs> not only the idol in the temple, but we worship the trees, plants, cows also. All of them we worship because in everything there is a presence of Lord. <laughs> That's why Akbar and Birbal was going once. And Birbal naturally is a Hindu. So when he saw Tulsi, he just prostrated with Tulsi Mata. Akbar asked, why are you people Hindus worshipping this? Jhad, no. So Akbar took you and then pulled that Tulsi and threw it. Then afterwards, he didn't say anything. Then afterwards he saw another jhat, some plant. It was a poison ivy. <laughs> he went and prostrated to that this is my father. And Akbar went and pulled that and he starts scratching all over. Yeah, Brubal, what is this? That Tulsi was mother, she is compassionate. But my father is not like that. Father is father. He will punish you. <laughs> now what is to be done? Is it cow dung? <laughs> Apply cow dung. <laughs> so, that is also our worshipful. Cow is worshipful. <laughs> so what we see in that is not, we don't worship idol, we worship ideal. Paramatma. So this Mahatma also, when he sees people, different people, Brahmana, Givihi, Hastinihi, Shunijay, Vashyabhakecha, Samadarsinat. That which is Samam in all. <coughs> samam Sarveshu Puteshu Tishtandam Parameshwaram. So in all of them, what is equal in all of them is Paramatma. That consciousness which is present in all of them, that's why Samam. Samadarshina. So that, what is Samam, that is equally present in every one of them, that alone he sees. Mm. Okay, then, continuing. Ihaivatairchitasargo Yesham samyestitam mana Yesham samyestitam mana Nirdosham hisamam brahma Nirdosham hisamam brahma Tasmat brahma nitestita Here Bhashigara raising an, an objection here Nanu abhojjana te doshavanda samasabhyam vishamasame pujada Gautama Dharma. Gautama Maharshi has written this objection. Hmm. How can you say samadarshina? How can you shuni jayavasya vagyaja pandita samadarshina? How can a bhatma 
look upon everybody as equal how is that possible why dharma shastra says that food should not be accepted from him who a person who treats everybody equal that person should not from whom you should not take food it is a, because some people have not taken bath properly not or all upachara matis and all that there no there are people who follow this orthodox method unless you have taken bath and then entered the kitchen and then praying to the lord then afterwards cooking the food that alone that also offered to the lord as prasadam you take this kind of conditions are there a person who never follow none of this <laughs> and that shavastena navojyam it is said a person who is shavastena means left hand okay it is not that the hand touch the dead body is called shavastaya so shavastena means left hand if you use your left hand to offer your food you should not take it that is our culture <coughs> now everybody is left to only so <laughs> इवन भगवान का जो इंसन रखते हैं वो लेफ्ट हैंड सही करते हैं क्या करें Brahman is free from all doshas, all impurities. Therefore, no distinction will affect him. Whether it is Brahmana, Chatriya, Vaishya, Shudra or animal, this bird, cow or elephant or dog or dog eater, this kind of distinction is only at the lower level. Higher level, these distinctions are not there. That's why Even here in this birth, <coughs> sarga, birth is vanquished by them. Yesham whose mind abides in Paramatma. In this life itself, they will be free from birth and death. Jeevan Mukta Purushayatya. they attain that jivan mukti avastha whose mind is established in brahman <coughs> abides samme sthitam mana whose mind abides in paramatma nirdosh bhai param brahma nirdosham hi samam brahma tasmat brahmani te sthita brahman is flawless deed the dosham the brahman therefore abide in brahman <coughs> see in our shastra it is said mind resides in the heart the seat of mind is not brain seat of mind is our heart okay now where does consciousness reflect the reflecting media of consciousness is mind hmm. so mind being the reflecting media of consciousness 
and that consciousness resides in the heart. <coughs> From that heart only the jiva departs. When the jiva departs from this body, it goes through nadis, etc. There are some uh, theories there. Yoga Shastra also talk about, or Upanishads also talk about it. So through Sushumna nadis, it goes up, and through Brahmarandra, it goes if you are a Punyatma. And if you are not a Punyatma, little jiva goes through your eyes or mouth. <laughs> etc. They are all there. So, this consciousness illumining the mind and that mind is the seat of our ego. And that ego is where? It is in our heart. So, we have to imagine the presence of Bhagavan in our heart and then meditate. This is how they practice. It's called Ahankara Ahankara Vasana. That imagine the mind itself is the Lord is residing and meditate. And this Nardosham, that Brahman is free from all impurities. Tasmat Brahmanites Chitaha. And this is one method of (coughs) meditating upon one's own Atma Paramatma. It is not far away. <clears throat> the Lord is not far away. He is not away from you. He is right here with you in your Antaratma as your witness consciousness. And that consciousness is not away from you. It is the very enlivening factor of your thinking mind. <clears throat> in this way, if you meditate, what happened? Brahman is <laughs> You abide in Brahman. Otherwise, so if you try to concentrate on an idol or a form, again mind will go here and there. But if you direct that thought to your own mind, where Bhagavan is present, <clears throat> Na na prakrishet priyam prapya Na prakrishet priyam prapya Stira buddhira sammuda Stira Now, sthira buddhi asamuda brahma with brahmanisthitaha. Brahma with knower of brahman. Brahmanisthitaha. Abide in brahman. As sthira buddhi, his buddhi is steady. Sthira. Asamudaha, free from all delusion. Such a person, na prahirshir priyam prapya. Priyam prapya, sometimes there are certain things that you, uh, uh, what do you call, enjoyable thing comes, you get elated. 
लोत्विजेत प्राप्य चाप्रियम उत्विजेत प्राप्य चाप्रियम so gaining pleasant or when something unpleasant happened he will not reject it so pleasant situation unpleasant situation should not affect him <coughs> a person who is reveling in that brahman mind is already intoxicated with joy That's why Brahmashtabharam is always intoxicated, he says. He was in, oh, must be right there. So our Gurudev also, all the time he was joyous. Any time you meet him, he's always joyous. There's no time you can see he's sad or anything like that. Nothing. I never seen him that way. <laughs> why? Because their mind is reveling in that state. So naturally they are intoxicated. and no worldly joy or sorrow will affect them add or minus plus or minus is not possible for them and none of the events in this world can create any tinge of unhappiness to them because they are they are established in that fountain of joy so na prahishye priyam prapyam ಧರ್ಮಪುತ್ರ Dharmaraj is, uh, one title is called Ajada Shatru, the one who has no enemy. Now, Dharmaputra has many enemies, Duryodhana himself was an enemy, isn't it? But then, Dharmaputra never considered Duryodhana as his enemy. That is the point. From his standpoint, there is no enemy for him. People may look upon him as enemy, but it's different. But he doesn't have an enemy. here also every matter will not have this difference this is likable this is dislikable that kind of difference is not there in him but this is distinction is made for our understanding that this uh, laukika sense in the vyavaharik sense some we may think it is good because health is everybody want good health this is likable ill health is dislikable nobody want ill health even a jeevan mukta purusha also want good health isn't it but suppose he has he subject to ill health let us say does he complain that is a problem ah uh, there is a story about ramdas samartha ramdas you know he had this malaria fever and shivaji came to see him and said okay because so as he was talking what happened one you know blanket was going up and down which <laughs> was asked why this blanket is going up and down oh that is my malarial fever <laughs> he transferred the fever <laughs> to the blanket and then he went to talk to him <laughs> so if he has the power to chant you know, transfer the fever to the blanket can he not cure himself no he doesn't want to do the why it is prarabdha chaltare let the body go through that i am not affected 
No, Ravana Maharshi also cancelled all that. He said, don't do any anesthesia and all that. He can operate. <laughs> he can detach from his body. You don't have to do anesthetize me and all that. <coughs> then, continuing. Bhakyas Parsheshva Saktatma Vindatyatmani Yatsukam Sabrahma Yoga Yuktatma Sukamakshaya Mashnute Here is giving us a comparison. Because you get a joy, you know. We all get a joy when we, our senses come in contact with the objects, is it not? Nobody can say that there is no joy in this world. If somebody, some Swamiji says it is no, there is no joy, taking to take him to a nightclub and you know music, dance, anything like that. Let him say, you say no joy. <laughs> he has to say yes, there are some joy there. <laughs> and when you are eating some nice food, gulab jamun and rasagula and all going through the mouth, there is a joy. <laughs> So, Bahya Sparsha Sheshu Asaktatma Vintati Atmani Yatsukam. So, the sage whose inner sense is unattached to objects. <coughs> so, even a person who is a sage, who is generally unattached to object, even that person, when he goes through the object, he also attains some sugam, isn't it? Physical sugam is there. So Mahatma also, when he is enjoying good food, he also is happy. Anadada, Sukhi Bhava, he blesses also. Why? Because he was happy. He received, received some good food. He will commend also to take khana pachata. So, that there are some bad food also comes. That time you can't say it is bad, but at least you suffer silently. <laughs> but most of the time good food comes, you enjoy it. Even though you are detached, but this is happening. Because Bhakya Sparsha. But Saha Brahma Yoga Yuktatma. But that his mind is Yuktatma. He is connected to that Brahman. His mind is absorbed in Brahman. Sukham Akshaya Mashmate. These Bahyas Parsha Sukha, that is, that when the senses come in contact with the sense object outside, there is a Sukham, but they are temporary. Matras Parshastu Gaunte Siddhoshta Sukha Dukkada Agamapaino Anitya Tantidiksha Subharada. Second chapter we saw. So, the moment you senses come in contact with the object, there rises the sukham or dukkham. But they are all agamapaina, come and go. They are not permanent. But whereas this atma sukham, when the mind absorbed in paramatma, that sukham, achayam, endless. So this sukham is something that is endless. Every other sukham is temporary. 
Not only that, Bhagavan is going to say some more. Hmm? He says, Yehi samsparsaja bhoga Dukhayonaya evate Atyantavantakkaunteya Shuramati Buddha. Some sparsha jaha, Vishayendriya, some sparsha yupsarpashi biha, jataha boga. Ja means born. Some sparsha ja, born of touch or contact. Sparsharam can be touched, one is touched literally, but the eyes also can go out and look at the object and there is a joy in seeing, hearing, touching, smelling, tasting, in all of them there is a joy. But Bhagavan says, very strong word is Dukkha Yoneha Eva. They are dukkham. It will give you ultimately dukkham. Drishyandehi adhyatpigani dukkhani tannimittani eva idaha loge tada paraloge be idigamyade. So, Shankaracharya in Vivekshuramani says, Vishayaha. They are the objects are poisonous. How? Poison when you take it inside only dangerous. But vishayas are such if you look at it, <laughs> it will affect you. You keep on looking at looking at all window shopping is like that only. You know? Keep on looking. <laughs> Two, three times you look at it, then what happens? Hey, desire comes. Hey, why not? Then you start looking at the price tag. Then you give up. Again, next time, again, temptation comes. Then bargain in this guy. Then they try to get a fifteen dollar discount and things like that. Then you feel good. Then looking at just looking at it, that is enough. Dukkha yoneha evate. Why Adhyanta Vandakkavandaya? There is an Adi Nantam. However, exalted the experience is, but there is a beginning. In the beginning there is a joy, but end it is a sorrow. Nateshu Ramate Buddha. But wise people don't revel in it. So this is very, very, very important to understand the word. Bhagavan said, Nateshu Ramate Buddha it is. He did not say, don't indulge, okay? That's not the teaching. So, prarabdha vashas, if you have certain joy, enjoy it. But afterward, don't start thinking, meditate upon it. <laughs> so, don't thinking, ah, what chara, oh, jindagi daaj. Jab hum jaman te, tab taaj. But yes, sochte rehte then people write book on it, you know, poem on it, kavita rakta hai, kya hai, sab nekarna hai. 
Hari Om Shri Guru Yoga Namah Hari Om.